0: There's a specific moment every year in this liturgy when I feel a little odd. No doubt many of you do too. It's that moment when Jesus dies and we kneel down. It's not just that I feel sad, but that it feels kind of funny, odd, peculiar. God died on a tree and we stop in silence. And there's a much deeper sense in which the whole cosmos must have stopped in silence at the death of the Lord. There's an ancient hymn that the liturgy of the church uses at this moment that says the cross stands empty in a world grown silent. that it feels as if all has stopped and nothing has happening. <clears throat> now the people looking on 2,000 years ago, what did they think they saw? Well, most who saw it would have thought they looked at defeat upon the cross to the faithful few who remained his disciples standing there at the foot of the cross, keeping faith. But keeping faith in what? Well, what did he say? Well, we might sense silence. We might sense absence. We might sense that there's a failure, a defeat of God. But he, as we heard there, he in his last breath, what did he say? It is accomplished. Accomplished. That as he'd said so many times in so many different ways in the build-up to this event, and we heard him to say in this account, I was born for this. I came into the world for this. And then finally, it is accomplished. So let's pause and briefly consider at least what it was that was accomplished. Well, the prophecies of old were fulfilled. Prophecies such as the one we heard in our first reading, that one would come who would bear our sufferings and carry our sorrows. Accomplished also was a sacrifice for our sins. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Accomplished too was a definitive confrontation between evil and good. And accomplished the one eternal God being united with us in our pain, in our wounds. Now I mentioned the silence, the silence of the cross, the silence that can be evoked in us at the thought of the sight of our Lord on the cross. But there's another kind of silence that suffering evokes and that's the silence in each of us at our own suffering, at our own experience of pain, at our own troubles. That how often in our own suffering are we left thinking, why, why does God allow this, why does God allow me to suffer? But here too, the silence of the cross is at work. That we say often that actions speak louder than words. And there's nowhere that's, I think, more true than on the cross. That how does God answer that eternal question, why? Why am I suffering? Well, I think more than with a word or words he answers that question with his deeds. That on the cross, in a world gone silent, his action speaks and his action says that he is with us. That am I suffering? or well, so is he on the cross. Am I weak? or well, so is he on the cross. Am I alone, so is he on the cross. Or rather, what the cross means is that I'm not alone because he is with me and I am not weak for he will be my strength. And in that silence, what had seemed like the absence of God is revealed as his most definitive activity.